Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. Well, Canada became the latest country this morning to ban the Boeing 737 MAX 8 jet from its airspace, the 8s and the 9s, as a matter of fact. And this all is a result of that deadly Ethiopian Airlines crash over the weekend that killed 157 people. So when that happened, you saw the countries kind of start like dominoes. China did this first, then the European Union. There were lots of questions yesterday about why Canada wasn't doing this as well. And this morning we heard Transport Minister Mark Garneau announce that, yes, they are going to be doing this now. It takes effect immediately. So travel-wise, yes, it impacts people who are set to fly, you know, right now. Uh, And heading into next week, of course, with spring break as well. We'll have Claire Newell coming on with us in the next hour of the show to help sort out some of these issues for you, so stay tuned for that. But right now, we want to talk about how this pretty much leaves the United States as an outlier among the major countries of the world because they are not backing down and they are not uh, grounding their Boeing 737 MAX 8s. There's been a lot of question and speculation about why that is. Why are they so committed to backing Boeing? Would they feel differently if this was Airbus, which is a European aircraft manufacturer? Well, we're going to talk more about that now with the help of our next guest, a journalist who's been writing about aviation for more than 20 years. He is Bill McGee, aviation advisor for Consumer Reports and aviation journalist and spent seven years working in airline flight operations. Bill, thank you for joining us. Thanks very much, Jimmy. I appreciate it. Well, we really want to talk about this because people are wondering, like from our perspective, why is the U.S. not going along with all these other countries on this? Well, it's an excellent question. Uh, you know, yesterday uh, we, sh- we issued a statement, Consumer Reports, uh, with the nonprofit uh, publisher of Consumer, Consumer Reports magazine, obviously. And we issued a statement uh, calling on the two U.S. carriers, Southwest and American, that operate the MAX-8, to, uh, to ground those airplanes. And if they weren't going to, we called on the Federal Aviation Administration in the United States to do so. Uh, just since, you know, that time yesterday, 24 hours ago, give or take, uh, we've seen so many other countries fall in line here. And, uh, you know, you're right. When I woke up this morning, the speculation was, well, what about Canada? And now we have an answer there. So, um, you know, we can't urge it strongly enough. We think that this is a unique situation. Uh, You know, I've been doing this for 19 years at Consumer Reports. We've never in that time ever recommended that a government, uh, you know, ground an airplane. But the circumstances of these two events, first with Lion Air in late October, and then, of course, on Sunday with Ethiopian uh, Airlines, um, they warrant an immediate grounding because there are too many unanswered questions. And what are, what are some of those unanswered questions for you? Like, what makes you so alarmed with these cases? Sure. Well, you know, the fact is, this is a brand new aircraft type. Um, the MAX 8 has only been in use for, since 2017 for less than two years. But the two aircraft in particular, the one that crashed in October was two months old. The one that crashed uh, on Sunday was four months old. And that's not something that you typically see, that two, you know, a new aircraft type and then two 
brand new planes, you know, practically right off the assembly line, uh, to have, you know, fatal accidents in startlingly, startlingly similar ways, both on takeoff. And, um, you know, in the United States, certainly, uh, the FAA and the two airlines that I mentioned, uh, American and Southwest, they have not been forthcoming to, you know, to allay the fears of, I, I might have said the other day, thousands of flyers. I think it's fair to say millions of flyers now. They just have, there's been what, what we're calling an informational vacuum. They haven't really stepped up and said, well, this is the reason, you know, that these uh, aircraft are still flying in the United States. Neither the airlines nor the FAA have, have done that. And so why is that? Because, you know, the FAA has looked at it as the premier aviation authority in the world. But do you think that reputation is being damaged by this? Well, I have to tell you, it has a, a, a longer history with Consumer Reports because um, we've been involved for 15 years now, and I've personally been involved in multiple investigations about the FAA. Um, you know, to be clear, the U.S. market, not, not outside the U.S., but the FAA's surveillance and oversight of the U.S. airline market, particularly with maintenance of aircraft and outsourcing of maintenance. This is a worldwide phenomenon, as you may know, but um, in the United States, for example, every single airline without exception today in 2019 outsources some or, or most or, or just about all of their maintenance. And they're, they're, it's often, you know, offshore in places like El Salvador and Mexico and Brazil and China and Singapore. And we have found repeatedly, we have reported this in Consumer Reports, and we have testified in Congress and before the DOT about it, the Department of Transportation in the U.S., uh, that the FAA is not being as vigilant as it once was and as it should be. So we can't say that this is without precedent, the events of the last two weeks. I know they're bringing a lot of attention to the FAA with, you know, among those who may not have thought about it. But for us, unfortunately, we have been documenting some of these problems for about 15 years now. So this doesn't surprise you with these accusations that the FAA is too close to Boeing? Well, uh, you know, I, I want to be clear. We haven't specifically looked at the FAA surveillance of Boeing, but we have certainly looked at it on the airline side. And I think it's fair, you know, to, to connect uh, some of those dots. Um, in, in our investigations, we have spoken to not, not just a few, but dozens and dozens of frontline FAA inspectors. In fact, I just did a, uh, an investigation with Consumer Reports in January that was published on our, on our website having to do with the U.S. government shutdown. And during that five-week period, uh, four weeks to five weeks, um, there were virtually no inspectors going out and inspecting maintenance facilities or Boeing or the airlines. And, of course, you know, the industry continued to operate. So um, we have grave concerns. Uh, it's unclear whether or not the shutdown may have affected, um, you know, surveillance of Boeing in this issue, but it's, some, it's yet another question that's unanswered and needs to be answered. Is there pressure, do you think, in the U.S. bill then to also ground these planes? And do you think anything's going to change in the next couple of days? You know, it's, it's such a tough question because um, we're sort of in territory we've never been in before. Uh, you know, when you have a situation in which, you know, just since Sunday, today's Wednesday, in, in you know, less than 72 hours, we have seen virtually the entire world. You know, when you look at, at the, country, the list of countries, the U.K., the E.U., Australia, New Zealand, China, uh, now, of course, Canada. Um, the U.S., uh, you, 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 you put it very well. It's an outlier now. It's, it's standing alone. And the fact that Boeing is a U.S. company, you know, I think raises even more questions. Oh, it certainly does. Listen, Bill, thank you very much for this. 
Thank you very much. I'm happy to come on anytime if you'd like to talk about these things. Oh, I think we'll definitely be calling you back. That is Bill McGee, aviation advisor for Consumer Reports. He worked as an aviation journalist for more than 20 years and spent seven years working in airline flight operations. And as you heard him say, Consumer Reports has for the last 15 years been investigating what's been going on at the Federal Aviation Administration in the U.S., and there are concerns about how much monitoring they are doing. And in this latest case, lots of questions about the FAA. They are now the only civil, you know, um, airline aviation um, agency left in a major country in this world that is still backing this plane without demanding some changes and more information. A big update on a story that we were just talking about involving those Boeing 737 MAX 8. This news just coming out of the United States a moment ago that U.S. President Donald Trump has issued a statement saying the U.S. is grounding the Boeing 737 MAX 8 in the United States, the MAX 8, the MAX 9, effective immediately, he said. So it didn't take long after Canada made that call three hours ago for the U.S. We thought, are they going to be an outlier? We were just speaking with Bill McGee about that, and it has just changed. So the president, Donald Trump in the States, saying the Boeing 737 MAX planes are going to be grounded until further notice. Huge impact for American Airlines and for Southwest Airlines in the U.S., 